So glad you let me take that. I'm glad I let you take it. I could, yeah, to be with someone who gets it, you know? One take one marker. <sighs> hey, baby. The anxiety going through my fucking system right now after that is like, ooh, the seething rage. Well, so Lizzie got a text message, right? And we don't need to go too far into no, it. But who it's, cares? It's the... Um, it's the mannerisms for me. It's okay. So this morning I get a text message from a girl who I literally have not ever spoken to. The only time we've ever had an exchange is when I hired her to model for a, a photo shoot. And you know her in relationship to a person that you're no longer That I'm not even to. on speaking terms with. And like to the point that if we saw each other in public, it would be like, oh, everyone's shaking with rage. So she hits you up and <laughs> she hits me up and she's like, are you available on this day? And it's like. For what, bitch? And that's what Lizzie says, for what? And how did she reply? She's like, I just want to know if you're free. And it's like, no, I'm not. But I'd love to know why you think it's cool to slide into my personal cell phone right now with a fucking text message when we've never spoken. It's also insanity to ask somebody, like, to double down on asking someone if they're free without them knowing what the task is. Like, we're very close. And yeah. I would never ask your availability without telling you what what job I was seeking. Yeah. Oh, man. And then she just called. She's like, hi, I'm calling with your arch nemesis and seeing if you're available on this day to do makeup. And I was like, you have the wrong number. <laughs> like, fuck off. Are you fucking stupid? I can't. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. <laughs> Hits me up with a, hey, babe. I do not respond to babe. My name's Elizabeth. My name's Mrs. Homo K. She goes, hey, babe. And you go, hey. And then there was dead Nothing silence for like 10 seconds. I was like, what's up? <laughs> She's like, can you work? I was like, work what? Do you guys have some uh, wonderful Valentine's Day plans? Joe was like, can you save tonight for me? And I was like, yeah, but it's like, honestly, probably no. <laughs> like, girl, I'm so tired. I feel like I had a fucking 75 hour bender. Like I, my head hurts. Like I almost went to the hospital yesterday because I thought I was having a manic meltdown. Well, we can get into why that is in Should we just start a little bit. Well, yeah, I wanted to ask oh. Chris about his Valentine's Day. Yeah, ask Chris about his Valentine's Day. Okay, don't <laughs> act like I'm torturing him. You never know. Do you have sweet, sexy plans this year, Chris? No, I'm just, I'm just really sad and alone. Oh, shocking. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, very, very sad over here. Happy Valentine's Day. I like your Jurassic Park hat. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, it's new. I'm really happy did about it. Did you get it at Universal? I did. <gasps> Did you guys watch the oh, trailer? Oh, I got a year pass. Should we all go to Universal? Oh my God. I was just talking to Shane about this. Yes, I want to do a video where we try all the food when my mom gets here. So y you're coming, but for camera, but you get to enjoy. <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> yes, you're invited. Oh, I am? It's like you. I didn't see that My coming. mom, my grandma, my sister, if she comes. And I want to do like tasting all the food at you're Universal. You're going to take your mom? You're going to take your grandma to Universal? I think it's fine. I don't think it's going to be fun for her. Well, <laughs> I think that's definitely not something that Nana McAllister is going to Okay, I'll leave with. her at home with Shane. Yeah. And then we'll bring well, them food back. I this don't is think like, so. I think this is a, has Shane ever been? Okay. Yes, to Universal? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We used to go on dates there all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, this feels like something that Shane would love. At one point in time, we considered, uh, it Getting sounds crazy. There. Yes. Renting out, because people know they rent out the bottom, like down the escalators. And it's relatively, like, it's decently priced because it's, it starts after hours. So it doesn't affect the park or anything. After they shut down is when you would go do it. Anyways. I we, love that. We don't have that many friends to get married anymore, so. I honestly think that would be everything. And if you brought the dogs, I would enjoy that. Brought the dogs to universe. Yeah. <laughs> It tickles um, me. Lizzie, I was like, oh, I got to bring my flowers outside. She goes, oh, 
they're beautiful. And they I was are. like, well, yeah, they're, they're, they're very stunning. beautiful. And she goes, they did not look beautiful on Instagram. No, you, when you posted that on Instagram, I was like, God, this is embarrassing. Well, I, <laughs> I, I recorded it in the cinematic mode on your iPhone. Do you have cinematic mode? Did you get a new phone? Yeah. No, I don't have cinematic mode. So cinematic mode is gorgeous. Do you have cinematic but mode? Then after I posted it, I don't think Instagram can process the cinematic because then it did look wonky. But then I had already posted it and I was like, Ugh. no, but like you walk in and these flowers like take up the room and you're like, oh. they can see them. Has it, I know, but it's like I'm saying in person, like it's like a moment and you're like, wow, has anyone ever really loved me? <laughs> I will say on Instagram, like, I thought it was way smaller. Same. Oh, my God. Yeah. I need to do we it. We were both like, how embarrassing. He's like, oh, my God, Shane. We're they were like, still gorgeous. Wow. Oh, I didn't even get to they were still gorgeous. But now I'm thinking I need to rethink my Instagram story. It's too late. It's, it's over. Late. It's We've been 24 it. hours. Yeah. And now I can't redo it. But the important thing is, is. Well, if you're watching the video, you can see how gorgeous they are behind us. It works as a beautiful set piece. They're stunning. But you know what we should do? What? Start the show. Welcome back. Wait, how do we even open our show? Do you know that I don't know that? Uh, yes, I do. Because oh. you never do it. <laughs> how do I do it? How do you do it? What is Say it? hello, you guys, and welcome to another, another episode, episode of, of The Sip. Sip. I'm, I'm Ryan Adams, Adams, of course, of course joined, joined by Elizabeth Homoke and Chris B. Stations. Mm. That was the worst intro we've ever done. I thought it was good. <laughs> if you want to take over the intro, you can, but I think the, I don't like, think I should. over each other was not it. Oh, you don't? Okay, yeah. So I, I thought it was everything you look but. great lizzie walks in and chris is showing us the framing and she goes oh i don't look fat no <laughs> i think lizzie looks amazing but no, no no i'm not laughing i'm laughing because your follow-up was everybody told me i looked fat in this dress everybody <laughs> that's literally what you said yeah no every, I'm, not, I'm confirming you everybody got, but you got out of the car today and even i was like oh my god that's amazing oh my god literally everybody i was gonna wear this to my friend's baby shower and everyone's like i don't think this is it what'd you do send a mass text photo no i was in person with some of these people they all told you that in yeah, person yeah I, I like i put on spanks like i'm not even wearing spanks wow hmm. happy birthday hmm. katie newton whatever <laughs> it's katie's birthday they were just jealous because they did they thought your dress was prettier than theirs probably not they looked really good <laughs> they were stunning women <laughs> and they're all pregnant good perfect, for them perfect times glowing skin beautiful baby bumps good for them can't relate <laughs> all right um my, my bump's just a gluten intolerance you know what i'm saying <laughs> so where do you want to start I mean, so much to there, be said. I feel like I have a lot to say. So if you want to go first and then we can get to my stories. I don't really have much. Oh, then well, yeah, let's start with you. That's it. What? No, you were you had a whole fucking thing this morning. You, you know who called the customer fucking complaint line this morning for a furniture company? This guy. <laughs> I'm doing it again. Do you, well, know no, we, no, he, no. do you know that he goes by Ryan when he's complaining about things? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hi. I, no, I just, I wanted to say I was expecting a delivery of my furniture today, and I just got a text saying my furniture won't be arriving today, and I want to know what the fuck is up with that. My name is Ryan. It was not like that at all. It was. I was there. Frame, your time frame doesn't line up. I mean, maybe I don't know the exact details. They said it was coming by Friday, and then I got an email today saying it wasn't coming until like next Wednesday, but I wanted it to finish out the vlog for this week. Right. And that's part of the reason I ordered this furniture because we're redecorating the house. Like, we're, we've minimalized, and now we're thoughtfully designing this house, yeah. whether that be for staging, for us, for renting out. Mm -hmm. um, but we're really like paring down and then thoughtfully adding some pieces that enhance 
the space. Yeah. Also, and I wanted to point out while watching your vlog the amount of times you and Shane discussed getting rid of the couch in your fucking living room. Oh, oh my God. Did you ever think that maybe somebody who was watching would be low-key offended <laughs> by the amount of times you guys said, fuck this couch? I loved that couch. Loved past And guess times. what happened this past week? You care less about it. Shane bought a new couch. Yeah, you guys are fucking dead to me. <laughs> You're fucking dead to me. Like, I don't know. Everybody's like, Lizzie needs to stop asking for his things. It's like, his, this his is trash. I'm asking for his garbage, and you guys. I, I'm not mooching. Well, I'm asking the for the shit you're garbage. dropping on the fucking curb no. for the dumpster man to come pick up. She's still bitter. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the wound keeps becoming reopened. I have a very nice customer service voice. When I'm on the phone, I'm very polite. I'm very... Yeah. Do you think that makes up for the fact that no, because, you're not giving so, me your couch? <laughs> I was in disagreement with Shane about getting a new couch. And then he sold me on the idea that we could take this couch to Colorado. And the new couch that we got will really like live. The gray does kind of like bring bring the space down in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, it's not warm. And this house, we walked back in and we were like, oh, it already feels not like it feels like it's a 90s house. Yeah. Kind of. It feels different. And so we're like... As we're redoing some things, <clears throat> we got a new couch. But I wanted to show the living room makeover. I did some DIYs and stuff in this week's vlogs. So that's why I was upset when the furniture wasn't going yeah. to be delivered because, you know, I like to be on a timeline. I'm actually, I'm very excited. Also, like, no hard feelings on the couch. Like, <laughs> I bought my own couch. It's not a big deal. I'm a woman of the world. Like, I did buy my own couch. For those of you in the comment section, like, damn fucking couch. Because here's the other thing that's confusing about the comment section. Half these people are like, Lizzie has her own money. She can go buy her own couch. And then the other half of these people are like, how does Lizzie make a living? <laughs> And it's like, fuck both of you. <laughs> so you've just isolated I'm 50 and then 100% of the audience. Baby, I'm tired. And I, when I get tired, I get cranky and cunty. And like, it's it's all downhill from here. We'll talk about why you're tired in just a second. I'll finish off by just saying that I'm living my California girl fantasy. I really like the weather has been 90 degrees every day. Yeah. And I've just been like basking in the sun. because I didn't realize like how much of a not cold weather boy i was yeah you hate it i hate the cold weather and honestly i was talking to one of my other friends about this and i that's exactly what i said i was like good news for me i don't think rylan can handle colorado falls <laughs> like full-time like my friend is back he's gonna come back at least for half the year because he is such a cranky bitch in the fucking cold <laughs> And I love Colorado. I love the house in Colorado. It really did change our lives moving to Colorado. And I, who knows what will happen. But I'm just saying, like, I've been, like, euphoric lately yeah. with the sunshine just beaming down on my body. And I just... I selfishly live for it. A lot of... <laughs> I love that you're happy, but it also makes me happy. Yeah. Even though we're not friends anymore, we're just coworkers. Right. Which I respect. No, you don't. You, you were screaming. I, <laughs> you were screaming before we started the podcast that you're walking because we're no longer friends. And it is like a little bit true. Like every time she wants to tell me something that's like has a big arc, I go, no, we're not friends. The other day we were on the phone and I like two things happened. He's like, this is why we can't talk off the pod. That's two things we could have said on the pod that would have been funny. <laughs> I don't even remember what they were. Me either. That's why we can't talk. on. See? We cannot see each other until Monday sad. morning when we record the podcast. I'm kidding. And when we go hiking, it's just friends. Yeah. We could go hiking today if you wanted. Like later. It would have to be later. After, it's a long story, but I have a lot of stuff to do today. Okay, we'll circle back to the Super Bowl, but let's start with your did weekend. You, wait, wait, wait. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Of course not. Yeah, me neither. My mom texted me. What's going on, oh, Chris? Oh, sorry. Can you mute me? Oh. oh, he wants to be muted. 
fine. The boy wants his privacy. Because all of my family got together. That is the one big bummer about being here. I can't like jump over to my mom's house. But yeah. they were all watching the Super Bowl together. And my mom texts me a photo of all of them. And she goes, who are you watching the Super Bowl with? And I took a picture of the store I was in. And I said, I'm watching it with Crate and Barrel. <laughs> Because I took advantage of everyone not being, being yeah. out like a weekend where nobody's out in the world. It was fantastic. I went shopping all day long. Not a soul. Dude, I don't know what it was, but the valley was a nightmare yesterday. Well, restaurants and bars and stuff. I, yeah, I, there were. I had a situation where a police officer was coming down the wrong side of the road straight at me. And I was like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you pull to the right, but it's like when you're in the right and there is no more right to be. And he's just coming straight at you head on. Like, what do you do? Where was he going? No idea. But, you know, live to tell the tale. And you did go to a Super Bowl event? I dropped Joe off at a Super Bowl event. Why were you in your trunk? Because I was waiting for there to be some more food. I honestly was like, yeah, I'll take you so that I can make a plate and bring it home to sleep with. <laughs> and then I got there and they didn't have anything but fucking pickles because... A guy hosted the party. It was all men. These guys went to Fuck Costco together the day before and I was like... <laughs> The whole time I was like, are you sure you guys don't want to get some dips and some chips and some veggie platters and some fruit? And they were all like, I got three pounds of pepperoni. I got five pounds of tri-tips. So you get there and it's all just raw meats at this thing. And I like tried to wait for And it's like the other thing that was so funny is they only had a very small, like literally maybe a two foot grill thing that wasn't even a real. And it's like, how are you going to cook all these? Meats? Also, there are four of you here. What the fuck are you doing with three pounds of pepperoni and fucking five pounds of dry pepper and like Costco amounts of ground beef and hot dogs? Like you didn't need, it was too much. And needless to say, all I got were some pickles. Wow. And some street corn dip, which is fucking great. You know what? I feel like I saved myself from overeating and over drinking yesterday, not indulging in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So really, I feel like a superhero. Yeah. And yeah, I took my plate home and I watched Marry Me, J-Lo's new movie on Peacock. <sighs> Did you see it? <laughs> no, that's all I've been asking. All uh, For a month, I've been saying, Shane, all I want for Valentine's Day is for you to watch Marry Me With Me. Oh, Shane's not going to like this. Of course not. Oh, but it's for you. <laughs> it's for me. That's really It's sweet. something he needs to do for me. And then the other night, after he had been editing all day, he goes, maybe we can watch Marry Me tonight. And I was like screaming up, up and down. Yeah. And then it didn't happen. So tonight, I'm holding him to it. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Was it everything? Uh, I fell asleep. But when I woke up, I started it over and finished it. So that says something. <laughs> That's my kind of movie. Yeah. You know. And then I tried to watch Tall Girl 2, which honestly. What's Tall Girl 1? So it's about a tall girl in high school and she struggles with the fact that she's tall. Because everyone's like, how's the weather up there? And it's like this girl who was in Dance Moms. But Jelly and I really liked the first one. And we've been eagerly Her awaiting dog. the sequel. <laughs> they know who Jelly is. Okay. Just for any new listeners out there. You never know if they want to tune in for our Valentine's <laughs> right. Day special. Right. <laughs> so Jelly and I turned on Tall Girl 2 and we're like instantly like not into it. Like they're, they're playing with like because she accepts that she's tall. Now she deals with anxiety and they've decided to do this. Let the audience hear her anxiety voice. So there are some scenes where this tall girl is just in a shot of herself. And sometimes they're doing like a Hitchcock zoom or like she's just like tweaking a little bit and it's just her inner voice being like you're never gonna be good enough you're a piece of fucking shit you suck everything you do sucks all of and this sounds great but i'm i was concerned about marry me oh right 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 oh well you know how i am i i get more excited about things i hate than things i like <laughs> anyways tall girl too not worth it marry me marry me 
It's a, yeah, I, I, like I, I restarted it. Yeah, when it's free, like you don't even have to go to the movie theater. You can no. sit, sit on your couch and watch it on Peacock. I liked it because I love J-Lo, but it was a bit of an odd tone. Right. Because it's like, is this a comedy or a drama? And like, why is it so fucking dramatic if it's a comedy? Hmm. Because it's dramatic. I saw her in an interview saying that it was surreal and it was hard for her. I'm sure she's brilliant in it, by the way. Really? Yeah, she's really good. Well, she said like, because she doesn't show the pain or the behind the scenes and that she tries to keep it professional. So when like she said it was hard to film the scenes when she shows that she's emotional, that the the TV talk show hosts were talking shit about her. And she was like, when I was acting it, I was like, oh, I can't show that I'm vulnerable in this moment. And you can see those layers. So she did say it was very like meta for her and i i did think it was at first i was kind of rolling my eyes and then when she went in depth about it i thought wow i love j-lo oh i love j-lo j-lo can do no wrong but those layers are there and i'm watching it and i'm like wow what a wasted performance on such a weird movie because <laughs> it was a good performance honestly i think i'm gonna love but the movie is for somebody like me that just wants and that just wants to relax yeah. have a good time veg out on the couch the second the super bowl yeah i saw the trailer for this during scream and i was like i'd like to see that mm, that's when <laughs> that's when i started pitching to shane our valentine's day plans see we should be friends <laughs> oh my gosh is that the furniture store i don't oh my god was what it? if i just silenced the furniture store should you check i'm that? having well it's too late i saw i like double clicked it i sent them to voicemail oh my god wow my whole life is ruined i'm so sorry this podcast has ruined my life <laughs> <laughs> there's your title for the week yeah Thank God. Okay. Now you don't have to listen to it in double speed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into your weekend and my nightmare. Okay. My weekend was rough. <laughs> so as you all know, Ryland and Shane very graciously, and I do have to say from the bottom of my heart, like I could weep. I know I was pushy and demanding and threatened to walk from this show, but I, no matter what, the fact that both of you agreed to let me and seven people fuck around in your backyard for 12 hours on a Saturday night is it makes me like the support alone may not seem like much to you but like to me it's a big deal and I really appreciate it and I'm not a chill person but I was trying to be very chill you were so chill every time I said something that maybe wasn't chill I would try to like back away from Uh not being chill he was very much like a mom who's like yeah have your friends over it's totally cool but can you not touch anything please I mean it's fine to touch like some things like if you need to touch like if you need to touch the floor with your feet like that's totally cool like I love when you touch the floor with your feet but like don't touch anything else (laughs) well no I was more it's a Saturday night like we do have neighbors you're like who are have scream all talking the neighbors scream talk in their houses <laughs> well it's fucking wild i think the people to the right or left of us it's hard depending on right. which way you know they're there yes. they're the ones over there um but i think that the owners of that place rented it out mm. and i think there's some younger a younger crowd and it's, it's saturday night i think they were wilding out sure it didn't feel like they were wild out. like there wasn't music it and they weren't outside they were in their houses scream talking like I cannot fathom what were they doing nothing like they were literally just like I could hear their voices were carrying up the mountainside from inside their fucking house just like and they weren't shouting at each other like they weren't having a fight it wasn't an argument it was fucking people talking loud at the top of their lungs and she goes can I go tell them to shut up and I was like you cannot start beef you with know our I neighbors was never gonna go over there and tell them I to know. shut up <laughs> but I wanted to um Wow, you okay? What was that? A burp that it, I tried to hold in so that I didn't offend you right. and the audience. It was insane what happened to your whole <laughs> your physical body. It was like a, your eyes bulged out and your body rolled. And it still was loud. So it was a success. 
It was a great success. It's stunning. It's beautiful. It's so fucking stupid. It tickles me to the core. Well, I think once you're done with it, we should do like a live watch along reaction. Let's see how it cuts together. (laughs) Okay. And it might take a while. I mean, the shots look beautiful. Like she was sending me photos of what they were shooting throughout the night and it was lit beautifully. It looked really good. The actors, like the gentleman was really serving a cry screen oh my god that was the funniest shit i've ever seen (laughs) because it's a comedy right um but my actor joey you know i'm the worst i don't know any of these people's last names i was gonna say greg shot it tim fucking gaffed it you know andrew sounded it (laughs) you can credit them in the descriptions box of your video but they were so fucking good and i've never worked with this kid joey before but he's a friend of one of my friends Mm -hmm. and so i was like hey do you want to like meet me outside for 12 hours we were here from 5 p.m to 5 a.m which during the nighttime is freezing like it gets it was so fucking cold i felt damp i cannot believe and i mean they're all doing this for the love of the art oh nobody was paid right. to be here. that's what i mean yeah and so they're just freezing out there yeah be- and being the best ever like they're like we're freezing one was like wrapped in a tinfoil blanket and one was wrapped in a ferny pad because i didn't have blankets and they're both just like so sweet like no one's like fuck you fuck this this is shit like everybody's just totally chill my friend amy my friend amy was playing the monster and she i was like when we were waiting for our uber eats at one o'clock in the morning i was like amy i'm gonna need you to just go stand in the driveway and wait oh which was awful for me because we have the house chimes like at night (laughs) when the sensors go off yes and she kept setting the sensors so you knew you knew so this bitch sorry for calling her a bitch she so she was scared she was standing in darkness so she kept turning the lights on it's literally 12 30 a.m i'm in bed like trying to fall asleep and all of a sudden i hear like left gate entry and it like is really loud throughout the whole house because like, i didn't know that happened so in your house it's, it's going it's 12 30 a.m it's going left gate entry i and i'm like oh okay like maybe they just had to go get something from a car or something and then like 30 seconds later left gate entry and i'm like okay i'll look at the security camera so then i'm i open it i screenshot it i'm like lizzie do you have a fucking monster at my gate like <laughs> Funniest thing and it's I've not even seen. like it was she's in a black robe dressed like a monster just standing in darkness <laughs> but then yes because when you hit the sensor the light also flashes so then i'm like watching the live camera and she just keeps walking back and forth to acknowledge the light but then my house is just like on fire screen not on fire but like the the speaker phone is like so i'm finally like okay i'm gonna have to turn off the chimes because i thought her uber eats was here and i was like any second uber eats is gonna show up but it literally lasted for 15 minutes of me just like live watching this person going back and forth in a monster costume he texts me is your monster in the driveway i was like yeah she's waiting for our uber eats he sends me a picture of her out there and he goes i don't think it's coming (laughs) and you were right they canceled our order and it never came so you just sat up there hungry no and then i remember there's a taco bell down the street so i was like you can eat great even late (laughs) (laughs) so then i also have to complain about that order because they didn't bring me all the things i ordered but of course not so then i just had to turn off the chime turn off the alarm and think well if we die tonight it's all Lizzie's fault because I had to turn off the alarm system. Well, I got scared too because I came out here and I I knew you'd like left for a minute, but I assumed you'd already been back. And for a second, I swear to God, somebody was in your front yard and I was like, Ryan. 
And then I was like, do I charge the person? Because I was terrified somebody was going to come here. And then I was like, I'm not going to charge them. I'm just going to let them do what they're doing because I'm not big enough. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, it was incredible. And uh, I'm... I cannot believe the amount of people who think it is safe to fucking speed race through these streets oh, in the middle of the night. Oh my god. All fucking night you hear This hill is like famous across Los Angeles for because it's a very windy, curvy, scary in my very opinion. Very scary. But on like Friday, Saturday nights, Sunday afternoons, people it's a two-way road like yeah. cars going down cars going up and people line up and they drag race up this hill side All by night. side but it's like so it's awful because people drive off the cliff like every once in oh, a while you'll I'm hear sure. a helicopter because they're and i'm like what you it's a death sentence they're oh, asking and it's all night they start around like 10 to midnight is when it's like they're scarce mm -hmm. and then literally all night we kept having to hold for like minutes at a time i have takes that are ruined by these assholes well i told and i told you after you already showed up i was like i guess the neighbors might be partying and it's drag race night on saturdays so maybe you should have done this on a sunday night it was crazy though like honestly i've never i've never felt so much rage in my entire life i wish death to all of them <laughs> well i mean they're literally asking for it themselves doing what they're doing and i don't mean that lightly i no. wish i genuinely wish they would stop because it ends it's bad traumatizing like, hearing it you're like why are you playing these games mm. what the fuck is that go to a track and then Lizzie wakes up and texts me before I'm even up. I was like, you didn't even oh, sleep. I didn't you didn't sleep. leave until Shane came to bed at five and he goes, they're still out there. <laughs> I honestly, when I was leaving, I was so jacked up on Mountain Dew. I was like, I should see if Shane's up. He was. I figured all the lights were on on that side of the house. And I was like, does he want to hang out? <laughs> and then you're like, no, bitch, you're crazy. You need to go home. You need to take a bath. And, it's like, and then at like 8 a.m. you're texting me as a are you ever going to sleep? No, I slept for... That's why I almost went to the hospital. I thought I was having a manic meltdown because I woke up and I was like, Joe, I can't sleep and I'm so tired. And he well, was like, what? Those energy... I don't frequent energy drinks. No. And when we were doing our road trip, I drank a bang and I literally like could... I was like all night long yeah. trying to fall asleep with my eyes outside of my head. I woke up, my heart's gone. I'm yeah. like, whoa. That was me. I was like... It makes you feel some kind of way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the next time I need to be a psychopath, I'll definitely have another Red Bull because I bought a flat from Costco. But that's not like an everyday occurrence. We need to hit some ads and we'll be right back. Today's episode is sponsored by Native. And when it comes to your personal hygiene, who has the time to read that long list of ingredients on the back of the bottle? Some ingredients I can't even pronounce. And if you're like me and care about what goes on your body, then it's time to try Native personal care products like both of I have, both of I, both of us have. We are one and the same. <clears throat> Every Native product is thoughtfully formulated to keep you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. They're best known for their aluminum-free deodorant, and they want to help you practice safe sweats which is why they keep their ingredients uh, list bare naked with ingredients you understand like coconut oil shea butter and baking soda native deodorant checks a lot of the boxes with 24-hour odor protection naturally uh, derived ingredients a smooth residual free application and over 10 cents to choose from which scent are you using baby girl i like the coconut vanilla oh that's actually their most popular uh they also have lavender and rose cucumber and mint and they even have have unscented if you're an unscented kind of girl they've also partnered with baked by melissa for a collection of scents that 
are delicious. They have Thai Dye Vanilla Cupcake, Mint Ooh. Cookie Cupcake, and Fresh Peach Cupcake. It's so many delicious things. So uh, now is the time to make the switch from an antiperspirant to native. And when you visit their site, you can discover all the fresh scents and maybe even try one of their moisturizing body washes while you're at it. Smell and feel fresh all day long with native. Get 20% off your first order by going to nativedeo.com slash the sip or use promo code the sip at checkout. That's nativedeo.com slash the sip or use promo code the sip at checkout for 20% off your first order. Today's episode is also sponsored by DoorDash, who you know. Mm takes care of you as if it were your family. Exactly. This past year has taught us to savor every single moment together and spend less time prepping and more time around the people you love with the help of DoorDash. You can get what you want to eat right now, right to your door with DoorDash. Along with the restaurants you love, you can also get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. Get snacks, get drinks, get other <clears throat> household items in under an hour. If you're craving that late night ice cream, if you forgot that key ingredient to dinner, or maybe Maybe you just need to stock up for the week with DoorDash. Get everything in one app. They have over 300,000 partners. You can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from national favorite restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, or even Cheesecake Factory. Ordering is easy and your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose contact list delivery drop-off. <sighs> I don't think I would be alive without DoorDash. No, you probably would have starved to death long ago. And I'm not being dramatic. No, for a limited, but he is dramatic. <laughs> for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code SIP. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code SIP. Don't forget that's code SIP for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms do apply. Yeah, yeah. Want to take two Oh, it says I love my job on the slate. Oh. Is that the saddest thing you've ever seen? No. Oh. We're a great working environment. Are we? How do I? How did you yes. just greet me at the door when I came back from? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. What did you say to it me? It was like actually, so aggressive. It was so aggressive. I blacked it out because my feelings hurt. No. You're like, oh, no, this bitch is bad. <laughs> I like blacked out. I don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, was gnarly. And then I w immediately like grabbed her arm and I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't I know what came over me. I like, I like blacked out in excitement. It was so abusive that I literally had to leave my oh body. Oh my god! My happy place. No, take that, Lizzie. <laughs> the tension, the friction, it's palpable. Well, something something great on break just happened to me. Oh yeah, do you, tell you them see what happens when you're polite? with customer service i don't know if they call you baby. back with results honey you weren't polite you were threatening chris no <laughs> how not how polite was i honestly just now very but <laughs> oh my god no I, he I, wasn't no, there no, he no. wasn't a witness to the first one but lizzie that, paints it yes. like i was a monster in the first one but no my furniture delivery is coming in a day and a half now <laughs> a, ahead of schedule what do you mean you were expecting it on friday right no, no, no. Oh, last Friday. It was time frames are weird. Got I it. mean, it's like t they don't. It's too long. It's too long. Anyways, moral <laughs> of the story is: be a Karen and you get your furniture early. <laughs> you are painting this <laughs> in such a non-accurate description. Whatever, Ryan. I. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just called and said like, hey, uh, the delivery time when I got it on the website said it would be here before Friday. So I was just hoping like because I wanted to shoot something with it. Is there any chance? And she said, let me look into it and I'll get back to you. They give them a call back. They're like, oh, we understand you need this for an event. <laughs> <laughs> 
You heard that right, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> okay, moving on. Mute Chris. I can hear him breathing. Uh, oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> okay. It's a lot. The breathing, I mean. It's like, ugh, can you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> and I was mean to you. I'm kidding. He knows I'm joking. <laughs> Anyways, another update from last week is you and I had a discussion about the term Scott versus Scotch free. I had said scotch free. No, I said scotch. You said Scott. Oh, wow. I'm a genius. We, we don't know that you're a genius yet. We haven't come to the conclusion of the conversation. Oh. So first of all, I would like to point out that I said, honestly, I've never known. So whenever I use that phrase, I just say it very quickly so that nobody can really tell whether or not I'm saying scotch or scotch free. But I think based on reading the comments. Based on reading the comments, we have learned that it is scotch free because there used to be a tax in old English times, maybe in scotch. Scotland or something, but there was a tax somewhere during some time in the past where they would say a Scott, uh, where it was a Scott tax. And if you didn't pay the tax, you got off Scott free. Oh, wow. So the more you know, thank you, Podians. So Scotch is no more. It has never been Scotch. I know, but I'm saying for everyone that has been saying yes. Scotch, which I don't know if there's anyone outside no, of the two of me. us. No, you were saying it right. Oh, I'm such a genius. So he's the smartest boy I've ever known. But what I did love is now that we know about the Scott tax and being Scott free and what it means. And so I was thinking like we might have a fun rotating segment where we like offer a question and see what our smart, our smarty, our smarty Podians can say. I'm glitching. Well, what's your question for them? So for for the audience, this week's question is, if the sun is so fucking bright, why is space dark? Whoa. Riddle me that in the comments below. Call Elon. That's on engagement. <laughs> For real, though, I want to know. Like, can, can someone explain that to me? Because I'd like to know. Because it makes no sense. Because the sun is the center of the universe. So shouldn't the universe be bright as fuck? I don't give a fuck how stupid this makes me look. Like, I just want to know. Okay. And well, I would Google it, but why Google it when we have a audience? So let's report back. This is, I think. Well, they'll report back and then we'll, and we'll send out a memo. And you'll read the report. Yeah. And you'll deliver what the findings are yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. report. Well, I'll paraphrase it a little bit inaccurately. <laughs> That's what I'll do. <laughs> and you're welcome for that. Okay, let's get to our iced tea. Iced tea. The Super Bowl. It's hot outside. Come take a sip of our iced tea. I think it's great. I think it's a great thing that we're doing. Here. I love the evolution of this show. <laughs> okay, I want to start with the Super Bowl. I obviously didn't watch any of it. I didn't go back to any of the commercials because I know the commercials are very um, Inter- engaging, entertaining. But I still am like their advertisements. Yeah, my friend Matt Ryan had an ad, and I almost watched to watch it, but I didn't. I like. I'm like. I- advertisements are like what i can't wait to skip past on youtube even yeah. though i'm so grateful for them personally <laughs> i mean i i didn't watch any of it i caught some of the halftime show on in snippets on tiktok and 50 cent hanging did you see that uh-huh. 50 cent hanging upside down did not seem like a safe play for a man of that condition oh. I thoroughly enjoyed the halftime show. Oh, I'm I thought, sure it was sickening. I thought so. Snoop started the show. Good for him. And he's so effortlessly comfortable, stress free, and so cool. charismatic. He's high out of his fucking mind. Well, I mean, something's working for that man because yeah. he came out, and I was like, "This is something I vibe with." Yeah, he was hitting a blunt right before he went out. There too. Was, There's pictures of him everywhere, like smoking quietly. I've never seen somebody be less stressed for such a, a high volume event. Yeah, like he just walks out and he's like, "Hey, I'm Snoop Double D O G," and his like his vibes were so great. Like yeah. I could. 
and his outfit yeah. and just everything about Snoop Dogg was he's something chill. I'm subscribed to. He's like 300 years old and yeah. out of his mind. And hasn't lost his spark at all. No. Like, I could watch that man perform all day. I think I'm going to the next Snoop Dogg concert now. Can I go? Yeah. Thank you. Or are you going to bring Nana McAllister? Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I did like like so many songs from my high school years. It yeah. was just very fun to watch. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's some funny memes going around about like when our generation would be like, can they just like get someone like modern to do this? It's like they're the halftime shows for like old people. Like they have the who, they have the police, they have like all these things. And then now that it's these people performing, you're like, oh, finally. And then it's like it sinks in like, <gasps> we're old. We're the old ones now. Mm. And I've never felt as old as I do now until I looked at 50 Cent in the condition that he was oh, And I was like, oh, man, we're we're dying. Like, we're dying. I was thinking it, but I didn't say it. I love him. I think he's so f- I follow him because he's out of pocket as show. fuck on Instagram. Yeah. And I did not realize, because he so rarely posts himself, what he looked like. <laughs> and honestly, when I saw the TikTok at you first, I was not... like, that's not him. <laughs> oh, no. That's not Fitty. That's not my boy. Were we ever You boys? never know what's going on, though. Me? No. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. No, I never know. No. I don't even know what's going on right now. I'm out of my, <laughs> I've literally, I've disassociated for years now, guys. Okay. Moving on from the Super Bowl, because that's uh, Snoop was my only takeaway from the Snoop, Snooper Bowl. The Snooper Bowl. <laughs> I did think another funny part of the Snooper Bowl was uh, Judd Apatow, the director and uh-huh. comedy writer, uh, was there and Kanye was sitting rows in front of him and so Judd Apatow was like pretending to like live tweet Kanye's conversations and like posted a picture of him and it's like yay talking to the people that he was with which is like his kids being like I wish I hadn't worn the all black balaclava today like it's very hot and I didn't poke enough holes in this one like I can barely see and these tickets were very expensive like I don't know what Judd Apatow actually was saying but it was very funny so Kanye got the kids and went to took the kids to the Super Bowl Kanye took North and Saint to the Super Bowl well, Kim and then in. also, like a football player who recently—I know nothing about sports. People are gonna be like, "You guys are dumb as fuck." But the, he brought a controversial football player, former football player, who recently became controversial and former for With taking. He, yeah, he, I mean, he, like, Kanye's shirt never off shot. The, I mean, Kanye was wearing MAGA. Like Kanye does what Kanye uh, does. Oh, yeah, he's a shocking little bitch. Yeah, and he's really been. Um, going through it going there on instagram with yeah. anyone and everyone yeah meanwhile kim is out they kim and pete were photographed kissing for the publicly first time. for the first time last night yeah i'm i know that i'm i'm not the majority here but like i'm just not a pete davidson stan <laughs> i'm just not i'm just not i don't get it i do not i not for a fucking second and also <laughs> I'm going to take it one step further and say, like, I'm I'm I might be like viscerally opposed to Machine Gun Kelly. Well, I know. Yeah, I know. But what? Why is he in? I think he's creepy and gross. No, but why are you even thinking about him right now? Because he and Pete are friends and they're all part of that kiss by a Dementor boy clan. (laughs) (laughs) you know well i saw the marvel poster that kanye made where he's like i don't think kanye's making these we have to stop saying that kanye's making these i don't think he knows how to make these what i, I mean fans i think they're making them and, and then he's, he's reposting them, them. Yeah. 
Okay. You think he's literally I mean, he's sitting? Still you think Kanye is sitting at a fucking laptop photoshopping Marvel posters? That he's posting them. No, he's posting them. But everybody needs to stop saying Kanye is making these things. Kanye is not making these fucking photo edits. You have a live feed on him. I would bet my fucking left <laughs> pinky toe Kanye is not making these fucking photo edits. Yeah, Chris is confirming. Yeah. That's absurd. Everyone needs to stop. Kanye made. Kanye didn't make shit. Okay, but he's just and he does do this leading up to every album release yeah, he's also a bipolar person who's not medicated like he's uh he has a thing that he's working through but it's really hard to work through like this is a this yeah. is like a, a crippling thing that he's going and everybody's vilifying him and it's like it's all fun and are, game are they I, yeah. when i glanced like when i went and just glanced at his comments it was all very pos- maybe it's wherever you're looking may be divided but i think kanye also has a huge following that's supporting oh, people for him. people love him and i think on his profile you're gonna see love and then out in the outside world, it's a lot of judgments. It's a lot of mockery. Yeah, it's but, a lot of this guy's out of pocket. But everyone like, has This guy's their losing own... his family and he's dealing with this other outside thing. And that's what I mean. Nobody knows anything. Yeah. And everybody has their own agenda, whether that's clicks for the outlet they work for, whether that's views on TikTok, whether that, I mean, so it's yeah. like, we really don't know anything. No. So it's like, we shouldn't even be talking about it, quite honestly. We shouldn't. But it's, but, and it's also like, I can empathize with Kanye, who a lot of people in my personal circles have like vilified and said like you're gross for defending him and it's like i'm not defending him but i do see a man whose family is breaking apart and his ex-wife is dating a guy who has publicly shamed him over and over and over yeah. no shit and I'm he's sure upset and there's validation i'm sure on either ends what would be hard for me if i were kim is the back oh and it's forth shitty because he does like almost like vilify kim one week and then the next week he's like i have no beef with kim and i want her and my family back yeah. together i'm not saying what he's doing is right or cool i'm not excusing that behavior because honestly there is no excuse for not treating something once you're you know diagnosed with it well i think i looked into it a little bit and i'm no expert but once you're on medication the medication makes you depressed and then when you're depressed you're like i should get off the medication yeah. and then it's like this never-ending circle because and it go and it's a cycle in all directions like you can get better and then you're like oh i'm better i don't need these meds now but it's like it's, then you stop you, taking them yeah. and it's a, a journey to get back to oh i need these again yeah yeah so uh, that's why all of it's devastating yes. is my point yeah all of it's devastating and not a huge Pete Davidson fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I do think. And also. It, what? Fuck Julia Fox. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't handle that. I can't keep it in. This is fucking insane. What for anybody about? to be sitting here and be like, Julia Fox is everything we're living for Julia Fox. It's like this woman. And I'm not trying to say nasty things about other women, but did you, I, oof. I don't think she chose the life. The life chose her. Obviously. I don't think this woman's made a single choice for herself in the history of her Lizzie. entire existence. <laughs> no, I think I, I mean, well, what are you basing this upon? I'm basing this upon a nine second TikTok I saw in her call her daddy okay, interview. Okay, which was She's probably like, taken way out of context. I'm, I'm amused. I was amused for Anka Jams. And I was like, Julia? You need to run what you say yeah, but by again, everyone. I think you need to listen. I haven't listened in context, but I think you need to listen to that clip probably in full context. Right. I I and I would. Is she uh, next wrong week, in saying she's amused? What yeah. Kanye did <laughs> isn't amused. Like 
I feel like what Kanye was doing with her, he was making her his muse. She was putting, he was putting her in Kim's dirty laundry and smearing her face in mascara. I don't think it was Kim's dirty laundry. She literally admitted on Call Her Daddy that these were outfits that Kim had previously worn wow. and that she was wearing the same fucking outfits week after week because Ye wasn't dressing her in anything else. I'm just else. saying she, I, that's a lazy fucking muse setup. I'm just if you saying ask me. she's a new mom. She's running with it. She's probably like, I got to make the coin while I can. She's probably taking the new podcast listeners that she's yeah. gained from this experience and running with it. I'm well, sure she it doesn't come. Done now. I, I saw that. She, I think. she hit LAX tarmac scream crying and wow. deleted all the pictures of her and yay and liked one of Kim's posts. Wow. Yeah. So she's at all our friends got Birkins I mean, and she's had enough. <laughs> I'm like, the, I honestly like you got to be dumb as fucking rocks. If you thought this situation with you were, no, but she was gonna no, but of course she was going to capitalize on it as much as possible. I, yeah. I don't think it was ever a genuine romance. So no. they were both, con it's like having consensual, consensual sex. Yes. Like both parties were benefiting. I think Kanye was using her to some degree and she was using him to some degree. Yeah. I think Ye was using her violently against Kim. Yeah, and I think she was getting a Birkin bag, getting fame and attention. How like, funny would it be? In what other world would she get the opportunities she's gotten? I'm gonna say something that you're probably gonna want to edit out. Then don't say it. I'm not. I really want to say don't it. Don't do it. If anybody should be swindled by the twin Tinder swindler, <laughs> it's Julia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> what, Chris? I was just going to say she responded saying that she did not cry, that that's something tabloid said. And she said, tearfully, y'all are straight trash. I haven't cried since 1997. I especially <laughs> wouldn't cry over this. Yeah, right, Julia, said. you lying ass Lizzie, bitch. Lizzie, Lizzie. Sorry. The thing is, I just wish well for everyone. Yeah, I wish everyone well. I hope everyone's doing well. I okay. hope wellness is part of everyone's journey. I think we need journey. to move on. Yeah, I think we <laughs> This do. is like borderline toxic <laughs> oh i think it's you know over the border toxic i think <laughs> i, I, think I no them. i think i jumped the fence at them but it's so toxic how involved <laughs> i am because i don't know these people and i'm like fuck them also when did kanye become my best friend am i his muse <laughs> what do you mean i don't know but i feel like i'm being very defensive of kanye as if i know any of his music like as if I've known anything about him until today and I'm just like, yay, yay, yay. And it's like, I don't know shit. Okay, so I wanted to talk about the fainting situation only because uh, I'm more clear about the fainting. Okay, Heather McDonald, a comedian, a fellow podcaster. Uh, we had seen her. Former Chelsea she, Handler panelist. Yes, which I think they're beefing. Maybe they've made up. Who knows? Um, she had fainted on stage. A lot of people are making it vaccine specific, but outside of the vaccinations, I think... I feel like there needs to be a little bit more backstory. Can I can I jump Go in here? Go for it. Yeah. So Heather McDonald is doing a stand-up comedy show. Mm -hmm. She's doing a bit that she does where she talks about the fact that she's double vaxxed and she has vaccines for shingles and vaccines for, you know, She's everything. up to date on everything. She's up to date on everything. The last line of her joke is, I've never gotten sick. And basically she that means I'm Jesus's favorite. And then she faints on stage. Which and it's a real faint that resulted in her cracking her skull open. Yes, and you watch the TikTok edits and it does not, like, they edit for comedy. You watch the real thing in full length and it's terrifying yeah. and scary and like it's very bad. But that in combination with learning that Bob Saget 
uh, had a major head injury. Had he he had passed. They now have found out that Bob Saget's death was due to a major head injury. And I wasn't aware that if you hit your head or fall or hit your head, you're not supposed to go to sleep for 12 hours. No, and that's something. If you have a major concussion, like if you go to the doctor, they tell you do not go to sleep. Do not be alone. But I'm that. Per- that's why I like wanted to bring up the two of them together because I didn't learn that until the two of these stories in combination came to light and Shane was like oh yeah like that's happened to multiple people in my life where you cannot go to sleep because you literally can't die yeah and I would be that person that's like I'm strong after I've fallen and go to sleep and you can literally die from doing that yeah so I just if you ever faint pass out hit your head you need to go see a doctor and not go to sleep um I mean I don't think the fainting is part of it well, i think it's a head, it yeah is. it's a major head injury that we're talking about not fainting yes but i think one in the same almost like you don't well, always... know they're not though like you can faint and, and not, not hit your yeah. head but i'm saying i think a lot of times people do, like when wendy williams faint she hit her right. head when heather mcdonald fainted she hit her head right i think unless you fall for like because you lose but a... people hit their head for, like for a multitude of reasons so we're talking about I'm, head injuries I that occur right right but i'm saying like if you hit your head in any way not just because of fainting go see a doctor right yeah i just i didn't know it could result in literal death like i knew and then i thought why the fuck are people playing sports well that's a that's also new to your world but it's old to the rest of us well i know because a lot of nfl players including the one that yay was at the uh super bowl with suffer from major brain injury that results in early death and also like mental decay well when morgan and i went when she got her brain scanned that clinic had said, oh, 90% of our patients are ex-athletes that mm-hmm. have caught, that have endured major head trauma mm-hmm. that is irreversible. Yeah. And there's things you can do to slow it to, or like to try, but it's, that's terrifying. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. <sighs> it's really gnarly. Wow. But the reason why I was defending the fainting thing is like, cause I have that syndrome where I do faint all the time that i know that's why i remember you saying that yeah so what's yours it's called vasovaso and so do you feel it coming yes on i do and that's the other thing like i always know when i'm gonna faint so i'm always shocked when somebody is like in a heather mcdonald position where it's like you're very because i've fainted very publicly mm-hmm. i always know it's coming so do you immediately sit down when you feel woozy? no because i'm embarrassed my first knee jerk which is stupid my first response is get to privacy and faint privately. Wow. Which is stupid. And I guess, too, like if you're on stage, if you're in Heather McDonald's scenario, she was probably like, wow, I'm feeling a little wonky. Yeah. Cause I but- knew, cause like the one time I did faint very publicly one time when I worked at James Purse, they have uh, the employees do product knowledge modeling. So I, you would go to the James Purse headquarters and select few employees would be asked to wear the clothing and walk a runway in it while the creator says, this is why this dress is the way it is. This is why these pants are great. This is why this top is great. So that while you're selling, you can call back those right. factoids. So I'm wearing this dress. I'm in the back room. I, I know in my heart of hearts, I'm about to faint. I'm texting my godmom like, hey, I'm <laughs> I'm not doing so good. Like, I'm all faint. Oh, got to go. I'm walking. I walked down the runway and I blacked out. I don't remember leaving the room and I hit the ground. And when I came to, I was so embarrassed. I was like, this is what the dress looks like on the ground. (laughs) Ambulances were called. I was rushed away in an ambulance. I had to spend a few hours in the ER. I'd passed out my first day of work at a movie theater. 
And I feel it coming every time. At the movie theater, I tried to wedge myself up between the popcorn popper and a wall so that if I did faint, I would still look like I was up. And so how long do you lose consciousness for? Are you awake without being awake? Well, first it starts with sound fades out. So it's like voices start right and then it's my i get tunnel vision so it gets black and blurry on the outsides and then it turns all black and then it's like i faint and my thing is caused by a sudden drop in blood pressure but it returns and part of it is because my body doesn't feel stressed in a normal way so if i'm not taking care of myself my and i'm and my body is fatigued or stressed out and i'm not well Mm -hmm. i can faint and have you ever hit your head i've never hit my head i did get a burn on my back from the popper uh, when I was in college, I fainted, but I was like trying so hard to fight it and like pass out in the elevator where no one could see me because I was in the main lobby that I like went down slowly. It was like step by step. I went down. But I, I know it's not funny, but your, no, your yeah. delivery is. It, it, it is a little funny. Like we used to have this, me and my friend Haley would have this thing where if I fainted at a party, I'd tell her to throw her drink on me because there was always a chance I might pee my pants because my fainting spells looked like epilepsy. And so doctors thought I might be epileptic and I had to go through all this testing where you have to stay up for 48 hours and they exhaust your brain. And then they put these little things all over your scalp and flash a light at you and try to make you have another seizure. But like I never had a seizure. I was just very tired and frustrated. Um, But yeah, it's awful. Wow. Yeah. Mm, That's so scary. And now I'm just like, wow. Wear a helmet too. Not like... (laughs) I just mean if you're doing something like if you're skateboarding, riding a horse, if you're doing yeah, something. Always wear a helmet yes. if you're skateboarding. Oh always wear a helmet if you're riding a bike. Always wear a helmet if you're riding a horse. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Today's episode is also sponsored by Honey. Oh my gosh, Honey is incredible. And the easiest way to save when you're shopping on your iPhone or your computer. Thanks to Honey, uh, manually searching for a coupon code is a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds at checkout. So when you're shopping on one of your favorite stores, you go to checkout, the honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait just a few seconds as honey searches for the best coupon it can find for that site. And then it applies it immediately and you'll watch prices drop. Uh, Recently, I have been redoing my office in Colorado and I got an accent chair over for that room. It is gorgeous and beautiful. And I saved $18 at checkout just for having honey installed. Mm. Oh, I love saving money for doing nothing. Um, it doesn't just work on your desktop. It also works on your iPhone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have it, you could be straight up missing out on savings. And by getting it, you'll be supporting our show while you're also supporting your wallet. We'd never recommend uh, something we don't use. And you can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com sip. That's joinhoney.com sip. Start saving today. All right, let's get to some of your favorites on the list in a rapid fire way because we still have. Did you watch Euphoria? I did. Okay. Um, but really quickly, on like I want to do a little bit of an upswing because we do talk a lot of shit. Here. I talk a lot of shit here. <laughs> okay. And so last year, about this time, we were talking about Army Hammer because he was going through some shit. He had been fired from a film. He was acting out of pocket on the internet, like our friend Kanye. And I think that um, it's important to like call back when people are on the upswing and apparently army hammer has been sober for quite some time he is involved in his children's life in a positive way and his relationship with his ex-wife is doing much better wow so i wanted to take a moment to say like we do recover 
it can get better no matter how bad your bottom was you can always come back up from it and we can talk about that again when we get to euphoria well that's what i thought was interesting i was actually going to bring up the quote because i just thought it was interesting like when rue was talking about her sponsor she had really i'm very sorry i feel super weird right now what i feel like i might pass out oh really yeah i feel really weird right now okay well, um, let's, let's pause very sorry it's okay um uh, Chris had a fainting spell. Yeah, I almost fainted just now. I I don't think I've ever felt that. That was really weird. You did lose all coloring in your face. And and like especially what ironic timing with what you guys were just talking about. It was so weird. I just I felt like very hot and then I just felt myself like going to sleep and I'm like, what's happening? Well, luckily you have fainted I do this a lot. All the time. And I'm so like... Lizzie was like, he needs a cold rag. We need to get some uh, a banana in his body. And he chugged a whole liquid IV. You guys are so nice. You took care and of now me. we've actually door dashed. Shout out to one of our sponsors today. <laughs> Jersey Mike. We, we did door dash him some lunch because <laughs> he hasn't eaten today. Like, Which, <laughs> by the way, I wish we'd used my account because I have a Jersey Mike's frequent flyer thing. And whenever I'm a PA and like, an office and they're like Lizzie it's your duty to order lunch I'm like let's order it from Jersey Mike's so I get hella free subs and I forgot that well thank you DoorDash for sponsoring this show <laughs> thank you DoorDash for sponsoring Chris's meltdown <laughs> and we're glad you're feeling better I mean oh gosh no it's scary but it's also like if you know that your body has been fatigued if you're not sleeping well if you're not eating well if you're going too hard in the paint Odds are, eventually your body's gonna be like, "Listen, bitch, we need, need to slow down. We yeah. need a break, motherfucker." Well, and he's also commuting like four hours each yeah. way for all of his jobs right now. I hope you get your apartment back soon. Yeah, because me and the audience are ready to ride. <laughs> like we will set that motherfucker on fire. <laughs> okay. For real. Sound off in the comments below. Well, they know they they ride for Chris. Yeah, There's we, a lot of support for Chris, and we ride at dawn. <laughs> okay, so we were talking. I, I was circling back to oh, a out. moment on Euphoria last night uh, while talking about Army Hammer. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, Rue had lashed out at her sponsor and really dug deep, hit him where it hurts. And then um, when she was about to apologize to him last night, she was doing a voiceover where she was saying reducing someone's life to a moment and punishing them for it is what she said the cops do and what a lot of people do. And she was like, I didn't want to participate in that behavior. And I just thought that line was so prominent and powerful in today's day and age. Mm -hmm. um, and also goes with what we were talking. I don't even remember all the details of the army hammer situation but i just do think like i agree like show, letting people show their growth is incredible and not holding them always to a, a single moment in mm -hmm. their life i i also can i mean i can only speak for myself but i do know a lot of people who are in recovery and i am a major killer for me is shame i will use over shame if I can't forgive myself, if I can't get over my one defining, my self-defining moment, I'm not going to be able to exist in this life and fulfill my purpose. And my purpose is to help others, period. That's it. Mm -hmm. And so I think it is for everyone, not just for people who are dealing with, you know, relationships with people who are going through this, but people who have it themselves to forgive themselves and to relieve themselves of the shame so that they can do what they are meant to do here, which is help other people. Right. So then jumping into the episode, the whole first 
act, I guess you would say, of last night's episode on Euphoria was Rue dealing with her shame and trying to overcome it so that she can now hopefully face sobriety. Yeah. Also, this episode, huge redeeming episode for me. I kind of have a tiny bit of hope that the rest of the season arc, because last week I had said, like, if this turns into a, you know, human trafficking arc, I'm kind of out. Yes, and I understand. I think a lot of people misinterpreted, or maybe we spoke in a way that wasn't clear enough, but both of us were in agreement that it was a beautifully crafted, well-done, well-told story, but that uh, it was very different in tone from the rest of the season. Yes. And I do think that this episode was, uh, while facing a lot of difficult topics, Mm -hmm. was more in the light of... Euphoria. something i can watch mm-hmm. uh something i can watch without it being like watching a smut show i but i, I bet that lady's the drug dealer the yeah. drug lord mm-hmm. is going to have to come back and f- get the money back for the suitcase i hope to god she comes back and takes the fall for fezco because if something bad happens to him like I'm i get- don't know what's gonna happen to me i'm getting really scared of cassie's sister dating fezco though i love fezco so much and i think that relationship is so pure and sweet because they support each other like i could cry thinking about fezco right i am literally on the brink of tears thinking about how much like fezco deserves better i agree with you and i think I I do think he has so much heart and he's so sweet and so lovable yeah but the lingering fear is what really scares me a lot and then you add on a girl who is that of Cassie's sister Mm -hmm. I don't know her character's name neither do I um but she's (laughs) very she is very fragile and doesn't speak up for herself Mm -hmm. and they have uh created this bond where she feels safe and expresses herself Mm -hmm. with him and so I'm just scared because they're already setting up that he's going to be taken down there's also a very interesting thing in this episode that deals with uh people who are in relation to addiction because substance abuse is not just an, uh, a disease of the addict, but it's a disease of everybody around the addict. Mm-hmm. So like in 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 my world, my alcoholism has negatively impacted my life and made my life unmanageable. But it has also made those who love me suffer as well. Alcoholism right. is not, you know, it, it's an equal opportunity offender. If it can fuck you, it will fuck you. And so what I loved about this episode is that we get to spend some time with Rue's sister who has seen some shit. Mm who needs a fucking break. And in those instances, oftentimes like little sisters or siblings or mothers or fathers are asked to be 100% selfless for somebody whose disease makes them 100% selfish. And you can f- lose yourself and forget your own needs and your own bodily functions even in that time. In her most developmental years. Like yeah. she's also coming of age and the mom is so overworked trying to manage Rue that she has not much energy to care for the younger sister. Yeah, Gia. mm -hmm. And that's why I loved that the sponsor came into the house and said, that man, give her some love. Give that little one some love. Telling her you're allowed to be angry because you are. Because what's been happening to you is upsetting as fuck and traumatizing as fuck. And I loved the simplicity of being like, mom, you're covered in her diarrhea too. Like, get out of here. Y'all need a break. I'm here to help. I'm here to focus on Gia for a minute because this girl needs some fucking love. Yeah. And I think that all of that is really good. I think all of that is a very honest depiction of addiction. 
Like I have somebody very close to me who's addicted to opioids and it's one of the most fucked up things I've ever watched someone battle mm. because it literally becomes your world and it is more important than anybody you love. And I know she loves me and I know she loves everything that she's lost and she still cannot stop. And even and the detoxing yeah. is oh my god and then coming back to the world after the fact after mm. you lose years it's a little bit like being locked up in prison and all of a sudden you come out and you're like what's tiktok wow you know what i mean like you just get put on pause for as long as you're in it oh it's heartbreaking it our really hearts is. are with you rue you fictional ass bitch and god I, damn we yeah. hope you pull through <laughs> and i'm hoping her character arc really is on the upswing from here even though yeah. the episode ended in a way that's depicting that it might not get better for I, a couple episodes i mean i think it's really nice to have that realistic thing in there of like there's a very low success rate for what goes on here but you can be the exception to the mm -hmm. statistic and i think that that's something that's really important for everyone to remember you can be the exception to the, sti to the statistic. Right. You can be at the bottom of your barrel and you can come out of it. Yeah. There is hope, but you have to have that hope. Somebody else can't be your hope. You have to be your own fucking hope. Yeah. Into some of the other storylines of the episode, the gas lighting of it all through that breakup with what's her, what's her character's name? Cat. Cat. What a bitch. I couldn't like that was painful for me to watch i think have you ever done that no gaslit somebody out the fucking ass one time in sixth grade i was dating this boy and i was scared to break up with him because i was fucking 11 and so i just spread a rumor around campus that i was gonna break up with him because i knew that his ego couldn't handle it and that he would dump me when he heard it and it worked I could so cat I'm not proud of it but I'm just saying I was with scared her sweet boyfriend who is head over heels obsessed or enthralled by cat yeah and she makes up that she has a brain and not even a good lie no some terminal disease yeah and it was just the manipulation and the craziness and then turning it around on him yeah. when he was only caring deeply for her deeply for I her. love what he said to her it too. was so painful to watch and I think I know this is a complete 180, but this uh, Travis Barker's ex-wife, Shanna, on Big Brother, is being so gaslit right now. It's Who's gaslighting driving her? me mad. Well, one side of the house. So Sh Shanna drew a line in the house. And then the other side of the house went and convinced everyone that she's been lying to them the whole time when she's only been a ride or die for these people. Oh my God, this reminds me of The Crucible when Mary turns against Abigail and tells Proctor John that they're all fucking lying about it. And then they go to the court to say like all these girls were lying about it. And then they start saying that Mary is sleeping with the devil also and they chase him into the swamp and they make her feel crazy. And then all of a sudden she says they're not lying because she turns against them because she's scared for her life. And then Proctor John's like, God is dead. I'm just saying watching somebody gaslight another person when you know the truth is like so painful snarly i like i almost had to like fast forward it was i was, i just couldn't engage in yeah. the behavior i feel you there um i also wish remember when i scream texted you that you were watching love is blind with me that you wanted me to watch yeah yeah so spe speaking of gaslighting and people named shaya and shane there's a guy on the show whose name is shane and he's the fucking devil i'm watching this guy speed date two women at the same time and then like he mistakes one of the women for another for the other that he's dating and it's like he hurts her feelings and then he literally says to her if you think less of me because of this then i think that makes you a dick 
And it's like, maybe don't marry this mega maniac because he fucking sucks. He's like literally in his little cell by himself, like stabbing the air and everything that he says, like the women that are like, I see a future with Shane. I'm like, you need to see a therapist because this person is toxic as fuck and he's emotionally exhausting. And honestly, he looks fucking crazy. He's constantly got eyes like this. And he's like, like, they're big for people online or right. listening in the audio. If you're a fan of my dog, he looks like Mr. Bubs. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, back to Euphoria. Okay. So Nate <laughs> said he meant everything he ever said to Jules. Which uh, that was the note I wrote down. Were you right? I think I then went on YouTube and searched like Nate and Jules season yeah. one. And yeah, they had like, they were texting every day. But he was catfishing her to fuck with her over his dad. I don't remember the specifics and now I really need to go back and see, but yeah. I think there was like, he was a, like through text exchange. She, he was falling in love with her. Well, the, he was catfishing her to fuck with her, but I think he also, well now he just revealed like, I meant every word of my catfishing. If Jewel starts fucking Nate, I'm going to bang my head against a wall. Also like this episode, there's now no redeeming qualities for Nate. Like I'm done with Nate. But I think they're trying to make him, and this is my least favorite phrase right now, a sympathetic character because I feel like something happened to Nate when he was nine. He kept saying that his dad tapes everything and he's been aware of that for years. So I right. almost feel Ever like since he, can remember. he found a tape. And I think he became aware of his dad doing what his dad does at that age. And he's someone that loves his mother so intensely. It's got to be something. Yes. But I don't think he, I don't know. Something, something might have happened. I think they're trying to make him a better person by having it. I don't know. But I mean... Everything about this episode made him the most hateable per. Like, I didn't think it was... I wasn't sympathizing for him at all. Like, right. him taking a gun to Maddie's house. Oh, I that's just, psychotic and behavior. Then I just... I, I Right now, I'm so done with Nate. Hunter and Dom seem to be confirmed to be at least dating because they kissed. They got, In real life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mouth Jewel, kissing. Yeah. Which we didn't at get Craig's? any... At Craig's? I don't... I only saw the headline and the picture. I'd like to go to Craig's is what I'm trying to say. All right, let's go to Craig's, baby. <laughs> Um, Minka Kelly Oh my gosh Samantha I didn't realize Samantha was Minka Kelly Really? I don't know why I just didn't And then she was so fabulous last night Like her and Maddie together Like I almost want them to hook up Oh I want them to fuck so bad It's so toxic how badly I want them to fuck Like Minka walks into like her picturesque Hollywood Hills home And she's like Let's get let's get in the pool. And Maddie's in like her sexy spaghetti yeah. strapped crop top. And yeah. I'm just like, oh my God. Work. I've loved Minka Kelly for so long. She is so cute. It makes me sick. I there's something like I root for her in every regard, in every character that I've seen her play. When I'm feeling my best, I feel like I look like her. Like yeah. when I'm emotionally and spiritually well adjusted, in my mind, I am Minka Kelly. Gosh. There was just something about her in the episode last night where I was like, I want to be Minka Kelly. Should we be Minka Kelly? Yes. Should we kidnap Minka Kelly and <laughs> Minka fillet Kelly? her and wear her skin as a flesh suit? And I just didn't realize Minka and Maddie were what I never knew I needed. Them Honest together. Honest to God, same. Like, I really... Like, yeah, I could go back and rewatch that scene right now. Uh, this is this one episode is like the episode that's making me feel like at the end of the day, I might really like this show. <laughs> it was a very good episode. And I really liked um, Sydney Sweeney, Cassie again. Just oh, like, the embodiment of a teenage nightmare. Oh, my God. And the mom just trying to watch her TV show. Yeah, her like swelling up the whole episode. Like her. <laughs> 
her playing this character is just really spot on. Oh my god, couldn't it's, be a better role for so her. So funny. It reminds like I had so many girlfriends that were that dramatic who would just scream and it'd be like, "You're insane. You need to chill." And it wasn't me. I was, I was gonna like say, no, 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 no. I was never like that. <laughs> never, I never wish you like that. Never, 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 never. Do you have one high school cringe moment that you could think of right now? Like, because I have one where I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed I existed through that. No, but we're literally so long. Uh, can I just say it can so fast? Can you save it for next week? No, because I'll forget. Write it down in our doc. It was as long as this exchange. Okay. I'm screaming at my dad in a car. I don't have any fucking friends. I'm a loser. Like, that was my teenage meltdown. I can see it to this day, and I'm like, oh, God, why didn't you just do that in private? Like, write it in a journal. Like, nobody <laughs> needed to see that meltdown. But that was my fucking Cassie. Yeah. And she really is the embodiment of that. Yeah. Wow. Well, with that. We're leaving you for today. We have to breastfeed Chris and <laughs> we've got to bring him back to us. All right, you guys, if you want to follow us on social media, we're at the SIP official. Thank you so much for your love and support on this podcast. I hope you had a wonderful Valentine's Day. I hope you enjoyed your beautiful weekend that was a while ago now. And that's all. Okay, goodbye. And, and that's, that's the, the SIP. SIP. <laughs>